Okay, yesterday was Daf Lamed Ches, today is Daf Lamed Tes. We're going to do a review of yesterday's Daf, and then we'll get to today's. We are <laughs> learning for Fush Lema, for Amy Bastvora, for Adas, for Adas. And Yudah? And Yudah? Bacheva. Yudah Ben Bacheva. Yudah Leib. 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 Yudah and uh, one second, Michal Aviva, Bas Yudis, Hadas Bas Ronya, and all of us. Okay. If you make it the tough, then you're okay. Yeah. <laughs> you can't put your name on the list. That's the rule. Right. <laughs> Just because my oxygen is a little bit in the wrong direction, and my heart rate, and the heart rate is in the wrong direction. But that's otherwise, it's, everything is perfect. I know okay. you have a broken heart, I know that. that I am. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's get started. Yesterday, stop. Ah, so, yeah. um, um, so we are starting off the daf at the, uh, after the Kamash Malan, Umberle Rava. Okay, so Rava says um, that... Uh, uh, that uh, that's not this limo that you just said from the word for the words kol um, So we said that it's to tell you that it doesn't make a difference. Derech aliyah, derech yirida, etc. It's all the same, um, and you don't take money um, to free him from what is coming to him. So Rav says, but didn't that isn't that what the death uh, what the Tanatech is kid that we had earlier tells us? Because it says Maki Adam and Maki Behima, just like Maki Adam, just like Maki Behima, we don't make any distinctions in terms of the obligation to pay, no matter what the circumstance, intentional, unintentional, um, down direction, upper direction. It, none of them is he free from money. In all of them, he's obligated with money. So to by Maki Adam, there is no difference. Um, in all cases, he is not obligated in money. Um, so again, that's really it's telling us the same drasha. The bottom line is that can't be the reason for the words called cherem. That's not what it's coming to teach us. So therefore, Rami Barham says another try. He says uh, it's coming to teach us um, um, when somebody blinds somebody else and kills him. So uh, so that's. Um, um, but if he if he blinds somebody else and then kills him a different way, not that he died from the blinding, so maybe you should uh, there should be money also for the blinding and then separate death penalty for killing him. So Rav says that's another tanat ve'chizke because that when we tanat ve'chizke says that the way we know that ayin tachas ayin when we say an eye for an eye it doesn't mean literal it means that you only pay money. As because because it, it doesn't say ayin v'nevesh tachas ayin and maybe the guy will die under the knife when you're physically poking out the eye. That's why we know that it means eye for an eye means to pay for the eye, the value of the eye for the eye. So um, so uh, again, it's a, in nichlal in that included in that drasha would also cover for this as well that uh, we'd we we wouldn't make him pay separately. Okay. So for the eye, even if he kills him. So Rav Ashi uh, says that uh, here's what the Kol Kherim is coming to teach us. Uh, since that it's a Chiddush that the Torah is Mechadish by Knaz, even though he, he, you, know, you might think he should, even though he gets killed, he should still have to pay because it's a Knaz. Kamash Blan, that we don't say that. The problem is that Rabbah does say that it's a Chiddush, and you don't, and, and uh, by Knaz, 
And even though you get killed, you do pay. So then what's the kol cherem for? We really back the square ones. The Gemara says, you know what? You're absolutely right. Rabbah, who says that you pay knas even by a death penalty, even if the person's getting a death penalty for, um, at the same time, you'd see he killed her, um, and raped her at the same time. So the halacha is, is that he's not going to pay for, he will have to pay for the knas. So that's not what Kol is coming to teach you. So what is it teaching us? He'll have to hold like the Tanakama of Rabbi Hanani ben Akavya. Remember, the whole problem was because Hanani ben Akavya says that he's still Nerach. But the Tanakama says that he's not Nerach. So that's what he'll use the Kol for. That's how we'll have to line it up. And that was the end of that discussion. Finally, we have an explanation, all opinions for the, what the Pasuk is uh, teaching us. Next thing we talked about is if you have a, a woman, who's was between 12 and 12 and a half, she's a Naira, a maiden, who was betrothed and then got divorced. So according to Rabbi Yasegli, she lost her rights to Kanas. According to Rabbi Kiva, she does have Kanas, but the Kanas, instead of going to the father, will go to her. So what's Rabbi Yasegli's basis? Because Reads, that's how it reads in the Pasuk. It says, uh, Naira B'sula Asher Lo Rasa. Uh, Naira, who is a virgin, who has not been betrothed. Here she has been betrothed, so she's not in the Parsha, so therefore there's no penalty. Okay? Implying um, that if she was betrothed, there is no Knas anymore. Rabbi Kiva says, no, Asher Lo Rasa, that's when it goes to the father. But if she's betrothed and then divorced, then it'll go to herself. So, the Gemara is saying, uh, we never, the other requirements of Naira and not a Bogeres, not somebody over 12 and a half, we don't say that, it, we say it completely, that there's no Parsha of Knas for the Bogeres altogether, right? Um, uh, why do you say it the same way? Naira of Lo Bogeres is also, then it'll go La Atzma, Besula uh, and not a Beula. If a person rapes a virgin, so then there's a Knas, but if he rapes a Beula, there is no Knas. We don't say that, oh no, the Knast, instead of going to the Father, should go to herself. Right? We say by those things that it's completely uh, excluded. So why don't you say the same thing for this condition as well? That's a Kasha Rabbi Kiva. So the answer is, Rabbi Kiva will say that um, you, we use the Hashola Rasa to tell you something else. Because the Bryce says that Hashola Rasa, it excludes the Naira that was in Arsav and Iskarsha, that there's no Knast going to Rabbi Kiva. And Rabbi Kiva says, there is a Knast. And the Kanas goes to the father. Now, this is Rabbi Kiva of the Bryce. It's a different version than the Rabbi Kiva of the Mishnah. Um, and he explains why. Uh, since the father gets the Kesef of the Kiddushin, and the father gets the Kesef of the Kanas, just like Kesef of the Kiddushin, even she was betrothed once and got divorced, it still goes to the father. So to the Kesef of the Kanas, even though she was betrothed once and divorced, it still goes to the father. So the Gemara says, so why does it say, Asher lo rasa? The answer is, it's coming to tell you a hackish. Because, uh, right, it doesn't mean not betrothed, because it, it, it's even if she has been betrothed in the past. So the answer is, to make Xer Shava, just like over here, Sherlo uh, uh, Rasa, and it also says in the parish of Mafuta, Sherlo Rasa. So just like over here, it's 50, so to there it's 50, just like over there it's Shkalim, so to here it's Shkalim. That's the, we use it for Xer Shava, basically. So the Gemara says, how do Rabbi Kiva um, say Asher Lo Rasa is Xer Shava, and B'sula is coming to exclude B'ula? Maybe it should be the other way around. It says B'sula there too. So maybe B'sula is Xer Shava, and Asher Lo Rasa is um, to exclude an Irish and this Aris of an Iskarsha that there's, no, uh, there's no, no, no payment. So he says the reason it makes more sense 
Now, Sherla Russ is going to be the Xer Shava. Why? Because she's an Arab Sula. So the Khmer says, what kind of logic is that? Um, uh, Sula is the Xer Shava because she's a Sherla Russ. I mean, why do you know? What makes you think one makes more sense than the other? The answer is, is that the logic is, is that where there's been a physical change in her body, like Sula um, to Baula, or like Naira to Bogaris, there's physical changes that the laws should change. As opposed to a Naira that was Nisars of Niskarsha, that's something that's external. So maybe that's, that's something that logically, if I had to pick which thing would be different, would not be, uh, would, wouldn't really make a difference, that's the one I would pick, would, would not make a difference. How does Rabbi Yisraeli know this idea of the Xer Shava, that it's 50 and, and 50 Shkalim in both places? The answer is, from the price, it says Kesef Yishkol Kemar Psulos. That tells you that Mar Psulos and and this is the same. Th- that's like Mar Psulos and Mar Psulos is like this. So it learns from one from the other. Okay. Question is: Is the Stira Rabbi Kiva? We mentioned that, right? Rabbi Kiva in the Mishnah says that the Kenas, after having been betrothed and divorced, goes to herself. And in the price, he says the Kenas, after being betrothed and divorced, goes still to the father. So the Gemara says it's two Tanam according to Rabbi Kiva. Meaning two versions as to what is Rabbi Kiva's opinion. So the Gemara has a question here. Now, according to Rabbi Kiva of the Mishnah, I, I, the, at least the Xer Shav is not completely removing the reading of the Pasuk, correct? You know, like you can't read the, the, ver, the verse. You could read the verse. You could say, Naira Besula Ashelah Rasa. What the condition of Shelah Rasa is that it won't go to her father, instead, it goes to her. At least it could be read into the text. As yes, if she's betrothed, it's going to change the law. But according to the Rabbi Akiva of the Brisa, where Nairam Rasa, Sherla Rasa, Nairam Sula, Sherla Rasa, the Sherla Rasa is simply not true because Sherla Rasa means that it's still going to, um, even after betrothal, it still goes to the father. So there is no manifestation of Sherla Rasa as being accurate. It's very strange to have a pasuk that completely removes the read, the simple reading of the pasuk from 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 the halacha. Okay, so there's no difference if that one of the Tnoim does not fulfill that fulfill. It's not it is view. It's a non-issue, yeah. right? It's it says that it is, and it's not. not. Doesn't matter. Yeah. It doesn't matter, right? It's very hard to take a, out of the meaning of the Why text. It? It's written in, and it's saying, oh, it's only Xer Shava. And so the Gemara says the way Rav Nachmanitzka says instead of saying Lo Asher Lo Orasa, he would read it as Asher Lo Arusa. Which means that if she is currently betrothed, so then the uh, there is no there is no fine, there is no penalty, which is because uh, so the Gemara says, what do you mean? That's the case of skila. So of course, uh, so the answer is is that uh, um, uh, you you might think like that like the idea that we saw earlier that since it's a chiddush of the Torah's mechadesh by knas, that even though the person's getting killed, you still pay. Kamash um, Milan, that no, you don't pay for the kanas if if it's a case where he's going to get death for it because she's betrothed. So Gemara says, and according to Rabbah, who says that you still pay for a kanas even if you're getting death penalty. So the answer is, um, what we're going to say over here is, is that he holds like Rabbi Kiva of the Mishnah. Can't be Rabbah, can't fit with Rabbi Kiva of the Price. The only Rabbi Kiva he could fit in with is Rabbi Kiva of the Mishnah. Because then at least the meaning of the text still has a meaning. Okay. So the next thing we ask is, uh, who gets the knas? 
Um, it goes to the father. It's a, the, we bring down a ton of book. Who gets the knas? The father. And some say it goes to herself. So um, how, how do you read that into the Pasuk? So Rav Chist explains that they're actually arguing in the two versions of Rabbi Kiva. Case of Naira that was Nisarsa Vinaskarsha. And they're arguing in the two versions. Um, a Rabbi Kiva of the Mishnah uh, version where it goes to herself, or a Rabbi Kiva of the Bryce version which goes to her father. So Abai says, what if um, he had relations with her and she died? It's a new halacha. Um, so then he doesn't have to pay. Why? Because the puzzle says, Naira, we learned this before. Avimesa, not not a dead, not a she has to be alive. So now that is what Abai says. If she dies her. because of the relation? Doesn't matter. No. Doesn't matter. Before he paid. Before he paid. Mm-hmm. If she happened to die, he doesn't pay. Okay. So that's very obvious to Abaye, but it's not very obvious to Rava. And that's because Rava asked an interesting question. Is there something called bagger, beggar in, in the cemetery or not? Meaning, do, 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 do people age after they die? Mm-hmm. In a halachic sense. Oh, okay. Okay? <clears throat> or do they stop aging and it's like a time freeze? What's the relevancy? The relevancy is this. If there's beggar bekever, that means that, that we know, first of all, you have to realize the halacha, that if a woman who's a naira um, was raped, then the money will go to the father. But if by the time they take him to court, she's already a, a, a bogeras, then she gets the money herself. That's the, that's the halacha. Not the time of the... Not the father. It goes by when they pay. Okay, when they actually pay, she's already after 12 and a half, then she gets the money, mm-hmm. and the father doesn't get the money. So, so that's the thing. If she died at 12 and 3 months, and they take him to court 12 and 6 months, so is she aging, or do it, did, was it a time freeze, and we, the, the money it that's stops. owed is, it stops, and therefore it'll go to the father. Or it doesn't go to the father, and it'll go to her son. That's a Gemara's question. And it'll go to her, her son. Her son. Her son. Oh. She had a psula. If she wasn't a psula, if she had a son already. Maybe no. afterwards. What do you mean? She was pregnant oh. when she died. So In three months, she gave birth. Yeah. She, she was... Miracles happen every Six months. Okay. Six. Oh, oh, good question. Stay tuned. 